Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here on Wednesday, January 11th in downtown Bethesda, Maryland. And this is news that you can use with your hosts, Zach and Ray, two days before, well, Friday the 13th. You don't suffer from triskaidekaphobia, do you, Zach? I do not. We are live from a Honda manufacturing plant, and we will address it. I've seen the comment come up a few times in the chat. Where is YAA Electric? I got to give kudos to Justice and Justin. They do an awesome job over on the YAA Electric channel. Business priorities have shifted and we've got a lot of focus. Justin's helping out with some of the new product development. Justice is helping out with all of our members. And honestly, hey, Justice, I want you involved in more of the product development too. So stay tuned for that. So will YAA Electric come back? Yeah, give you, be patient. I'm sure there'll be a time. But for right now, yeah, Justice and Justin are just helping out in other areas, being a dynamic duo that we need. Now, gotcha. let's jump into the news, Dad. Speaking of interesting and compelling things that Justin was working on. He did yes. some research. Yes. That led us to today's headline. Shame on you. Finish Honda. Honda. Why? Because when we were researching the vehicles that had the, the top 25 uh, vehicles by um, sales yes. last year, we found something interesting, which would be when you look at the data. Yes. Vehicles, how many were sold? their 2023 base price, their 2023 mid-trim price, and the percent change from the prior year. When you look at Honda, Dad, yes. let's focus on this line for a second. The Honda CRV, the base trim level for yes. a Honda CRV, the MSRP went up 18% in one year. Reasonable, I suppose. Now, uh, that's one Honda product. What about, what about, Loading the Honda Civic. Yes. It went up 10.6% in a year. Okay. The but, moment you dig in, you realize what happened here. Yes. And people are going to say, but you're not comparing apples to apples here because, well, they did away with the base LX model. And so now the entry level trim is the EX. And that's why the increase is so great. Uh, but if you compare the EX to the EX, it hasn't gone up all that much. That's easy for you to say if you have enough money to afford that new entry-level trim level. Um, there are any number of people out there whose interest in a Honda was based on the fact that you could get an LX. Okay, And now that you can't, those very same people can't afford an 18% increase in order to go from the LX to the EX as your base entry level model. They can't. So to those people, that's a big deal. Okay. They don't care that we're not comparing or that you might say we're not comparing apples to apples to them. It's apples to apples. The base price just went from whatever it was to whatever it is now. And there's an 18% difference between what it had been and what it is now. So they don't want to hear that. Well, it's a slightly higher, higher equipped trim level. That, that's unimportant. 
Now, there are other culprits on the, this list, and we're going to dig into some of the uh, uh, other Asian brands and, and what they're doing. They haven't gotten rid of trim levels, but they, I don't know, just have stopped producing them. Yes. Look right above <laughs> our heads. Mid-trim price for a Ram 1500, Dad, went up 20.4%. The entry-level price for a Ram up a t you know, eight-tenths of a percent. Yes. But the mid-trim, year over year, from 2022 to 2023, went up 20%. And, and, and uh, what do you think the percentage of, of production for RAM is when it comes to producing the entry level and the mid trim. And this is where what we can do back on our website becomes kind of interesting. So everyone knows we're in the transition over to Car Edge. I'm yes. using the Car Edge car search. Just go to caredge.com and, and click on buy, uh, and you can use view vehicles there. One match nationwide for a 2022 Toyota Corolla L. The trim level is L. This has been on the dealer's lot for 216 days, and it's a fake photo. I don't even know if there's a single actively listed for sale new Toyota Corolla L on the market. You do the same exact search, Dad, for the LE. Mm -hmm. There's 8,921 matches. Toyota hasn't come out and said, hey, we're done building the, the entry-level trim for, for our Corollas. Toyota's done building the entry-level trim for their Corollas. If you're a Toyota customer, you're going to say, what the L? Or where's the L? I don't know. It doesn't exist, ladies and gentlemen. That's just that's just shocking. Yes. Well, it's if you have a limited number of of the computer chips, you're going to utilize those computer chips to produce the highest profit margin vehicles you can, and the base trim levels yep. are not the highest profit margin. So those cars go by the wayside. What that does is that helps to widen that chasm between those people who can afford to buy a new car and those people who cannot. Okay. And, and the manufacturers are just at the point where they don't care. They, they, they're interested in if they're going to be producing fewer vehicles than they have in the past because of these supply chain issues, then damn it those vehicles that we can produce are going to be able to generate higher profit margins for us uh, so that we can stay in business for the long term. The automakers want more bang for their buck. Exactly. Yes. And honestly, I said Honda screwed up big time in the title today. Toyota too. I mean, they yes. haven't out, they haven't come out and literally said we're stopped producing the L, but look at the, I mean, our car search is, isn't perfect. It's far from, we yeah. could go do the same thing on auto trade. It's going to show the same pattern. There are no new L trim levels. There's LEs. And, uh, we did it with Subaru, the Outback. We have yeah, it. For and, Subaru. and if I mean, you do it just locally, which I did for for uh, your sister and yeah. her husband, um, there are no base model um, Outbacks, Subaru 2023 Outbacks, yeah. Subaru Outbacks, and there are no premium model Subaru Outbacks. So not only can't you find in in the DC area, not only can't you find the base or the premium. The only model you can find is the next model up, which is the Onyx edition. So you're 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 three models removed before you can start finding vehicles. So let's put this to the test live, Pops. We've got I've gotten three tabs over here, and I love the progress our team is making. We've got that. yes, we've got Subaru Outback base new. That's yes. what we're currently searching for. Nationwide, eighty-three matches. Yes. And they're all out west. All right. Apparently. We've got we've got now, Dad. Yeah. Subaru Outback Premium new. Yes. 927 matches nationwide. 
Not a lot. And they appear to be out west. No, the reason they're out west is because my zip code is currently set to oh, okay. uh, California. Okay. And I have it sorted by distance nearest. Okay. We'll do it furthest. <laughs> Subaru Outback Onyx Edition, new, yes. 1,797. Yeah, there you have it. I mean, it's it's plain as day what they're doing. I want to see now like price points. Yeah. So Onyx, that's from highest to so $46,000 price point. This is probably marked incorrectly. I mean, maybe there are some Onyxes out there that are not as souped up that are, that are at that price point. Let's go back to the base and let's look at price lowest. These are 2018s. These are marked incorrectly. Let's find a 2022, 28,000. I mean, no matter how you slice it, they're pushing customers up up in price. Yeah, well, if you want a new one, they are. Yeah. yeah. It, it's wow. just that simple. And, you know, and, and inventory can vary by by region. Okay. <laughs> inventory can vary by region. Uh, it's very regionalized. And I can tell you in the, uh, in the D.C. area, um, Maryland, D.C., mm -hmm. and Virginia, there are none. I mean, they're just, you know, when it comes to that Subaru for the premium model or the Subaru Outback for the premium or the base models, they, they just don't exist. Um, there were some of the Onyx models and then even higher up trim levels. But Pops, look at the latest data from uh, Kelly Blue Book. This literally came out this morning. No end in sight. New vehicle transaction prices end 2022 at record highs, according to new data from KBB. Folks, the average transaction price of a new vehicle in the U.S. hit a record high in December of $49,507, an increase of nearly 2%, about $1,000 from November, and up 5%, $2,297 from a year earlier. New vehicle inventory levels are increasing from historic lows earlier in 2022, but prices remain elevated according to data release. That is the line right here. New vehicle inventory levels are increasing yes. from historic lows, but prices remain elevated. Why? Because of the other screens we just showed you, yeah. because the automakers, it's no longer a chip shortage issue. It is no longer a chip shortage issue. It is a, we make more money making more expensive vehicles. Yes. You know, and, and yesterday we did a, a video on the main channel about the Ram prices and, yeah. that you, and that you could get, you know, 15 to 20% off and people are going, yeah, but they're junk and they're, they're overpriced. If I remember correctly, we looked at a chart not too long ago, and the average transaction price for a Ram pickup truck was $54,000. That was the average transaction price, okay? So junk or not junk, good vehicle or not good vehicle, the average transaction prices of these vehicles is outrageous, okay? Um, and if... The average transaction prices across the board are approaching $50,000. There are just millions upon millions of people that will not and cannot afford to be in the new car market. The number of people that, that will be in the new car market is shrinking daily. Um, and it's just... At a certain point, somebody's going to say, a manufacturer is going to say, you know, let, let's let's see what happens if we get into the cheap car business. Because you could sell a lot of cars, 
if you were in the less expensive car business. I tweeted about this, Pops. I mean, I what's going on morning. at Honda? And this comes from Wall Street. Yeah, uh, appreciate the data that, that they put out over there. What's going on at Honda and Nissan? Honda's peak annual sales were in 2017 when they sold 1.64 million vehicles in the United States. Last year, they sold 980,000. Look at this chart. Yes. Yes, somebody didn't weather the uh, the chip shortage storm very well. Look at Nissan, Dad. Uh, Nissan's peak annual sales were back in 2017 as well. 1.59 million vehicles sold. Last year, 730,000 vehicles, a 54% decline. Yep. And then you look at someone like Hyundai Kia, who have the worst dealers. Yes, yes. 2021, last year, was when they sold the most vehicles, 1.44 million. They sold 1.42 million. They, did, they were fine. So, yes. like, what's the story at Honda, at Nissan, uh, and, and even at Toyota? What's the story? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then it's just making these brands that people people love. People mm -hmm. love their Hondas. Yeah, like, like, they love their Accords. They love their Civics. They love their CRVs. Prices are just through the roof. Yes. It's either the OEMs getting greedy or the dealers getting greedy. Because you see Hyundai Kia, their inventory levels obviously went down, but their total sales stayed pretty much the same. We saw dealers at Hyundai Kia, uh, Hyundai Kia dealers be the most egregious with their markups. Yes. Or maybe I guess the OEM wasn't making as much money, but then you look at some of these guys, like a, like a Nissan, like a Honda, like a Toyota, the OEMs are just getting rid of entry-level vehicles. It's, it's just... They are, they are pricing more and more people out of the market. And until they can figure out how to, how to adequately get their hands on chips... Uh, so that they chips. Could, I don't I don't believe and I don't think that. it's chips anymore either. I don't believe um, it. But I, you know, why would Honda want their sales to decline below a million vehicles a year? I don't know. I think you could be looking at a Honda Carvana parallel story of like someone coming in and rescuing them for what's well, you going know, on. I, I can I can tell you all the years that I was with Acura, and there was always a concern hmm. that that you know, it will Honda survive as an independent automobile manufacturer mm -hmm. or is somebody going to swoop in and buy them up? Mm -hmm. You know, because when you think about it, um, they're a relatively small mm -hmm. brand. Um, they're small but mighty. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so one has to has to wonder if their sales in the United States have declined so so precipitously. Um, you know, will they be able to survive as an independent manufacturer? Or, you know, will GM buy them? Because I think they've partnered with mm -hmm. GM for uh, some of their electric vehicle stuff. You know, will they will they get will will they become um, the next brand that gets gets bought out by a, a major another major brand? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if something along those lines happened. And possibly. and that was always a concern when I was with Acura because you know people were just. Will, will Honda survive as a as a completely independent manufacturer? Again, we could look at those charts again. I, I think if there was ever a time to question it. Yeah, now would be the time. Now would be the time. Yeah. Let's look at some of the other data from uh, KBB, Dad. I'll, I'll share this on the screen and we can all look at it at the same time. So we've got here, uh, truck sales were particularly strong last month with many trucks selling for more than $60,000. That's terrible. All right, let's look at this. Average price paid for a new non-luxury vehicle in December was $45,578. How is that not? I mean, <laughs> yeah. How does that qualify as non-luxury? 
up a thousand dollars from the prior month. What beat the previous record from August? Wouldn't it be nice to know what what defines luxury and non-luxury? Average price paid for a new truck was fifty nine grand last month. The best selling vehicle in the US, the Ford F one fifty. Average price for a new F series is sixty six thousand. <laughs> $451. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And they sold 75,000 of them. Let's see. Luxury sales jumped to a record 18.6% of total sales in December. So more people are buying luxury cars. Because it's the haves and the have-nots. The average luxury buyer paid $66,660. You know, they could have saved a couple bucks and gotten a Ford F-150. That is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Yes. We've got that here. Mercedes-Benz and Land Rover showed the most price strength, transacting between 2.6 and 6.5% over sticker. Luxury brands Audi, BMW, Infiniti, Lexus, Lincoln, and Volvo showed the least price strength, selling below MSRP. Electric vehicles, Dad. Yes. The prices decreased by 3500 caught $3,600 wow. month over month. The average EV is now transacting for $61,448. Auto incentives, we did see them bounce back. Incentives in uh, December increased to 2.7% of average transaction price compared to 2.2% of average transaction price. Still down from 3.8% yes. in December of last year and down from 10.9% in December of 2019. Yeah, so you imagine, just, just imagine that incentives were enough that they would cover 10% of the, of the pricing of vehicles back in 2019 in December 2019 and today it's 2.7 percent that that that's that's crazy and 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 what the dealers have done in that time not the dealers the manufacturers have done in that time is they have removed their their entry level trims yep. and just gone you know uh, to the highest trim levels you can see that when the average transaction price on an F-150 was $66,000 for a pickup truck. Okay. A and we just documented truck. what's the base MSRP? It was $38,000. 30, yeah, 38000 39000 Yeah. Okay. So if the average transaction price is going to be 66000 it means no one is buying the base. That's just it, it, very few. Yes. Because they're not being made. Exactly. Um. So I, I don't know. I don't know how in the long run this works for the vehicle manufacturers. If as the and and I, I said the other day, you know, the population is increasing and, and someone corrected me and said, well, actually, um, you know, birth rates are down, but overall population is increasing. So if if the if the overall population continues to increase, even though birth rates are lower than his, what they had been historically, that means ultimately there's going to be more people in the market for cars. But if you are only appealing to a very small percentage of those people, how do you grow your business? You know, if you, if you look at, at population changes, you would think, auto sales changes should move along the same axis yep. um, and they don't appear to. No, it's stagnant. Over the past, what was it, 30, 40 years, auto sales are actually stagnant. Relatively stagnant, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like, 
How can that be good for a manufacturer, especially, especially if suddenly you're looking to invest hundreds of billions of dollars into moving towards EVs? You've yeah. got to make the money somewhere. You've got to get that money from somewhere in order to be able to do that. And and I don't know that well you actually get the money that 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 somewhere is well we'll get the money because we're going to sell fewer cars to fewer people at a higher price what would happen if you sold more cars to more people at a slightly lower price i i remember you know i grew up in the philadelphia area yep and the the uh, major uh, mass transit is septa the southeast pennsylvania transportation authority and septa would always say well we need we need more money. And the only way they could figure out how to raise more money was, well, we have to increase fares. Mm -hmm. And every time they would increase fares, uh, ridership would decline because yep. the fares increased. And so if you increase fares 10% and ridership declines 10%, well, guess what? You're still at the same amount of income. And I always thought to myself, well, if you really wanted to in increase ridership, why wouldn't you decrease fares to encourage to make it so inexpensive that people would say, why would I ever want to buy a car? Why wouldn't I just take SEPTA? You got to be careful with this one because we're going to be raising our prices soon. So just like, <laughs> I, we're just following the OEMs. Let's go to Mark here. Pops. Yeah. <laughs> with lessons I learned watching your videos, I was able to say no to a Honda dealership's $3,500 market adjustment. He got $5,000 under MSRP on a 2023 Ridgeline BE. Not sure what PE stands for yeah. in that context. Battery During the electric? last, they don't make a rich. I thing. don't think so. No. <laughs> During the last week of the year, congrats, Mark. Yes, we absolutely love to see that. We do. Okay, a couple questions that came through in the chat, and then I've got okay. a few things to pull. Bob wants to know what's new car inventory for December looking like. We should get updated data on that from Cox probably tomorrow. So stay tuned. Maybe Friday we'll cover that on the show, and then obviously we'll create a video over on the YAA channel. Robert wants to know if we think CarMax will buy Carvana. I didn't click on it, but I saw another YouTuber talked about this. I do not think CarMax is going to buy Carvana. Uh, I think Carvana will probably go bankrupt and stay on their own. KBB sale price based on vehicle only, or does it include dock fees, state fees, tax fees? I think it's just the transaction price, not yes. the not the fees or anything like that. So just the transaction price at about 10%. Yes, typically. The average out the door is going to be... About 10% higher than the agreed upon selling. So like $54,000, $55,000. Wynn wants to know, uh, what is the current interest rate for financing used cars with excellent credit? Well, Wynn, you look a little young, so I don't think you have to worry about that. No. Um, I want to remind everyone. Thank you for that. That was good. I Thank like you. that. Every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. I want to remind everyone, especially Wynn. I, I would think Wynn would have a very, very thin credit. <laughs> yeah. First time car buyer. Yeah. Um, if you go to joinyaa.com and if you click on finance, we've actually partnered with credit unions. And so I'm actually going to just jump over to the finance page because... If you scroll down, scroll down, it loads. Here are the credit unions that we've partnered with. Yes. And for example, let's just check EECU. I can see what their current rates are. They're at 5.15%. There you go, 5.15%. Let's see what Georgia United Credit Union is at. They're at 4.99%. Yeah. So when and go for ahead. for pre-owned, they're at 5.9%. Yep. 5.99. And if you want to know what they are for RVs and motorcycles, yeah. right? So, so, so please, I encourage everyone to go get pre-qualified on the website. And let's just demonstrate really quickly. I'm in Arkansas, so let me apply. Do, 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 do. Let's get started. I'm going to skip this really quickly just to show you. When you get pre-qualified, mm -hmm. 
This will not impact your credit score. When you get a full approval, that, that will impact, impact your credit, credit score. score. You will also be talking to a loan officer at that point. So please, Win, go ahead and give that a shot. I think that'll be useful for you. If you're really trying to buy a car, we can help you out yes. with that. All right, Pops, let's do this. We've got a couple different things that I think are important. Let's actually jump over to really, you got to be kidding me, but then everyone, please, pretty, pretty, please stick with us because I have something brand new to show you and my dad. Oh my. And I want to get a live, I'm going to call it temperature check. Okay. We got a live temperature check to see what people, how people feel about it. But first, really, yes. you got to be kidding me. You ready? Mm -hmm. Really? You, you got to be kidding me. And we are officially seeking out a watch sponsor. So stay tuned for that because yes. the watch segment is coming up soon. We are going to kick really, you got to be kidding me off here, Dad. The state of California, they've got some fancy new digital license plates. And yes. well, the headline reads, hackers exploited California's fancy digital license plates to locate cars. Wow. Security researchers were able to view location and customer data just by elevating their own account. So Dad, California has these new mm -hmm. digital license plates. Yes. And yeah, the, the the devices can be hacked into the license plate of can the future. Caught the attention of security researcher Sam Curry after some probing and prodding. Curry and several other researchers found their way into the back end of the system and could access the location data of any user. Wow. With a digital license plate. Wow. Pretty nifty. Yeah. Also in the high-tech future, Dad, we have, of course, full self-driving vehicles. Yes. I'm not sure if you saw this one. I did, and I saw the video. How... How so very interesting that a that a full self-driving Tesla would I don't know just stop on the middle of the uh, of the Bay Bridge in yeah. San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, watch Tesla full self-driving cause an eight-car pileup the same day Elon Musk made it available to everyone. Yeah. Oh, Bay Bridge, excuse me, not the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Sent nine people to the hospital. Yes, including a two-year-old, which is obviously not something to no. uh, joke about. It's really sad to hear and see things like that happen. The future pops. Yes. It's got technology. Not for me, buddy. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Incredibly thoughtful contribution here from Thank Mark. You, Mark. We really appreciate it. Yes. That. All right, Dad. You ready for me to show you something new? Sure. All right. Give me one second here. I want to make sure I'm ready to go. Let me hit that button. That should I'll be work. back. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if you're if you're new to the channel, go back. <laughs> Go back to like the original streams, the original live streams. I think my dad's got stomach issues. Like, I don't know what else to say. I think he's got stomach issues. I tell him to keep, he's got to go to the doctor. We'll see. Hopefully he goes to the doctor sometime soon. But this is perfect because I'm going to show an example of what we are working on behind the scenes. And I'm looking for some feedback. The feedback I'm looking for here is like a temperature check. Would this be interesting to you? So a lot of you know, we have a car search engine. I demonstrated it a little bit already on the show. You can search for cars. We are thinking about adding some features. So for example, when you're interested in buying a vehicle, one of the things we want to do is give you a roadmap. And so I just want to leave this up on the screen for a quick second. On this roadmap, what you would see would be the steps to actually go ahead and buy your vehicle. So for example, and obviously we know this because every single week we help hundreds of people do this. You're going to have to know if you have a trade in. Trade is going to impact your deal. We're going to have to know if you have financing. That's going to impact your deal. You have to contact the dealer to get the out the door price. You have to negotiate. You have to be prepared for F9. Eventually you purchase your vehicle. And obviously at every step of the way, what we're building with YAA and obviously moving forward as car edge is we want to help you navigate this roadmap. 
So when you're looking at this roadmap, there's a few things to keep in mind. One is we're thinking about, we're starting to pilot the concierge. So we can do this roadmap for you. But what if you actually just want to continue your journey, right? We've got our trade-in, our financing, contacting the seller, negotiating F9, ultimately purchasing a vehicle. And you can kind of see here, here are all the steps. Congratulations, you did it. And so, for example, if I had a trade-in, I'd click on add my trade-in and, you know, we'd pull in the, the black book value or the CarWiser cash offers or the, or the, the CarEdge trade-in value. And it would go into your, your step one and then step one would kind of go complete, would have its little check mark. And then you'd move on to step two. Do you have financing? Are you paying cash? If you're paying cash, great, goes check mark. If, it's, if, you're, if you're financing and you don't have a pre-qualification or pre-approval, great, let us help you get that. Contacting the dealer, here's the email template or the call script. And then at each step of the way, we want to we wanna give you the support from CarEdge. So I'm looking for some thoughts about these steps in this roadmap, how people feel about that. So walking you through each of these steps for vehicles that you're interested in. And then the other thing that I'm seeking out some feedback is that on each of these steps, we want to be there to help you, whether it be through a consultation call or working directly with one of our coaches, or obviously, again, our concierge. So as a concierge, you know, like literally just doing the steps for you. And I'll leave this up on the screen for a second because we are contemplating some price changes and I want some feedback from the community. So we were so overwhelmed last year, like Phil and his team, they, they worked their, their butts off like more than I've ever seen. And, you know, people, people pay about 50, 60 bucks to get access to our coaches. That is not sustainable for us long-term. So we're thinking about a, a significantly higher price point. We also want to add in like getting you Carfax reports, uh, getting you access to Mannheim data. That would be a big thing for used vehicles. So I'm interested in thoughts around that. Would people actually sign up for consultation calls? We've been doing some of those. Those are Zoom calls and everything like that. Obviously, if you do the concierge, we'd want to have a Zoom with you as well to make sure we understand what you're looking for. But that's kind of the direction that we're heading in. And I want honest feedback and honest input from the community. I don't want to ask our team to go build all of this if you're looking at these steps and you're thinking to your, yourself, Zach, that's cute, but that's pointless. So please like, give us some feedback here. We're really excited about it, but I'm looking for each of you to kind of help us shape where we put our attention and where we put our focus. And again, these steps and the way that we can help you at each of these steps, I'm, I'm seeking out candidly, very, very, you know, very vulnerable, trying to get your input. And I don't even have my dad to turn to to help me as we navigate this. All right, so let's see. I'll wait a second for, for some comments to come through in the chat. Um, Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, uh, Mark, that's a that's a bug. Uh, Hannah actually fixed that last week, I think, and that should be up soon. Um, yeah, so it's just a bug. Obviously, when you're searching for vehicles, we want to show you the price history. That's super important. Roadmap looks cool. Okay, thank you for that, son. Um, who's your fan? Says new sponsor for Ray Zach Tums. Yeah, I know Igor. I'm just asking him to go to the doctor. I just want him to make sure that he's healthy and, and safe. Um, this is good from Chris. Chad likes the idea of a roadmap. Um, yep, Jenny, I think you're right. My dad doesn't eat a lot of vegetables. <laughs> Justice. <laughs> yep, Chad, we will address that. Laura says step-by-step -step is always good. Yeah, Johnny, along with the steps, having links to your videos that cover the topic. Oh, sorry, we're doing a live stream over here, sir. Doing a live stream. Anything? No, you didn't miss anything. Um, Tums is a new sponsor of the channel. Johnny's saying, <laughs> along with the steps, having links to your videos that cover that topic in detail would be great. Yeah, I think, Johnny, I think that's one of the points. And, Dad, you missed it. 
one of the things that we're working on yes. behind the scenes that I'm, I'm looking for feedback because if we're gonna if we're gonna really invest in this i want to i want to make sure it's it's good you know when you're interested in a vehicle just showing someone here's the journey i i made a roadmap like that 15 20 years ago at really? Acura north scottsdale yes there you go it was it was actually laminated <laughs> okay had the roadway every salesperson had one at his desk they had tiny little cars so that they could show the people where we are in the journey. And so what we're talking about, yeah, what we're talking about is give everyone the steps and add each of the steps. Obviously, like, what do you need to do? Like, tell us about your vehicle so we can tell you what it's trade in value yeah. so the cash offers. But then Johnny was just suggesting, and then also include the link here to your video topic, you know, your video lesson about trade-ins. Yeah. And then I was showing with everyone, and we'll get your take on this too. These are the different ways we want to help in car buying. You know, the Car Edge Plus membership's not going anywhere. The discounts on on extended warranties, discounts on um, maintenance and repairs, we still have that. But just for help buying a car, this is what we're pitching or we're thinking right now. And I'm seeking out feedback. I'm curious yeah. what you think as well. Price, we're raising the price, Dad. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Honda. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. When you join us here, not only to get insights into the auto industry, you also we're get doing insights. away with the base trim level. Huh? We're doing away with the base trim level, man. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to. You know, ask Phil and the team to handle five, six, seven hundred people a week. And no, I get it. That way, yeah. we could also spend more time dedicated with one-on-one -on -one folks. Yes. And yeah. also, you know, just get rid of the base trim. I I got it. <laughs> Besides, you know, since since since. The automotive market is moving more upscale anyway, and there's going to be fewer and fewer people in it. We 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 might as well just only deal with the well-heeled clientele. No, obviously that's not what we're doing here. So many things that we do are still free, will always yes. be free. Uh, that's not going away anytime soon. All right, I will read back through the chat afterwards. Any comments you leave, that would be really, really appreciated as well. And Dad, we are also, I didn't even tell you this, but for folks that sign up for the coaching, we're going to get uh, MMR values. We have access to that. Oh, okay. Very cool. We also are going to get uh, hooked up with Carfax, so we can run Carfaxes too. Very cool. So that'll be useful stuff. Yes. Okay, let's call it a show. Okay. Scat Pack Bob is doing his best to put, if it's taxable, it's negotiable to work. Yes. You didn't want to just do a real quick watch segment? Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. I mean, what the heck? Bear with me. Yeah. Watch sponsors. Prospective watch sponsors. Yes. Note, note how good we are at doing what we're about to do. Where was it? You sent it to me this morning. I Here did. it is. Today's watch. Here it is. Stand by, folks. Stand by. All right. And we already know. Yes. What's on wrist, Dad? Uh, well, it's a SIGA design um, mechanical watch. Uh, it, it's, a, I guess, a Richard Milley knockoff to some degree. <laughs> um, and this is the one they have for sale now is uh, in the stainless steel mine is in titanium so it's it's uh, much lighter um but it is a a see-through skeleton watch uh with a a uh it's a mechanical watch it so, is the loudest movement i have ever heard oh, you maybe, can't hear it with maybe, your hearing maybe, aids maybe it's coming to an end i don't know i could hear it sitting like a couple chairs away from all. you i don't hear i don't hear nothing all right, I'm going to put it up to the boom mic. Could you hear that? I can't hear anything. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's completely it's it's completely see-through. It's a complete skeleton watch. Um, it's uh, I believe uh, designed and made in China. 
um, and, uh, you know, relatively inexpensive for what it is. And this is, see, and this is, it's very like you have, um, yeah, I think Snoop Family Studios was just being kind. Um, and you held it. it is, it's extremely lightweight. Lightweight, baby. Yeah, well, then again, you you lift weights, so this would seem like nothing to you. But, <laughs> but it's it's a pretty good looking watch, and I enjoy it. And I have one other Sega design watch from that. So stay tuned, come back, and uh, you'll see another watch another day. Uh, probably, to, well, not tomorrow, because you won't be here tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not on the show tomorrow. Okay. Travel day for me. Yeah, well, fine. But come back on Friday, and we'll do another watch segment, I promise. Sounds good to me. Thank yeah. you, everyone, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for your feedback. Can't wait to go read that. And, uh, yeah, call today. Yeah, we'll see you back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YA with, well, Tomorrow it'll be uh, me and Miss Kimberly Klein and Justin Fisher. Yeah, if Justin's available, we'll get him on the show. Thank you, Pops. Thank you, guys. We'll see you then. See you back here tomorrow, everybody. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. (laughs) 